0: There's something powerfully healing about being in outdoor spaces and taking practices like yoga, like meditation, off the mat and into the world. On today's show, I'm in conversation with Jana Kilgore. She is author of The Outdoor Adventure's Guide to Yoga and a amazing human, and we're talking all about the healing power of yoga, of wilderness, of being outdoors, and of taking these practices off the mat into the world for our adventure sports and for just our lives in general. And so I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. Hey there, you're listening to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Rock Your Purpose revolution. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose as a heart-centered entrepreneur. I'm Emily Perry I'm an energetic mastery and business coach, an international yoga, meditation, and breathwork teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. On this show, we'll jam about all things conscious business, from energy work to soul work, from law of attraction to purpose-aligned strategy. We'll talk about magnetism and embodied manifestation, as well as scaling and growing your heart-centered business. Welcome to Rock Your Purpose. Let's dive in. So let me tell you about today's guest, Jana Kilgore. So I've known Jana for years from the yoga world, from the yoga space, and she's not just the author of this amazing book, The Outdoor Adventures Guide to Yoga, which is now available. Of course, the link is in the show notes, but she is an amazing Ayurvedic practitioner and chef and yoga teacher and so much more. And so she's a board certified Ayurvedic practitioner. She's an ERYT 500 yoga teacher. She's an outdoor guide, chef and author. And we talk today, not just about her book, but about bringing this book to life, right? The, the work it takes to, to bring something like this into the world and also living our yoga, being good humans and stewards and creating a diverse and healing spaces for all of us. And so I can't wait for you to listen into this conversation. But before we hop into this conversation, I have to let you know that the doors are open to rock your abundance, which is my manifestation masterclass. And if you're hearing this, when this episode goes live, we're in the early bird and it's a three part series that will help you discover how to activate and calibrate your energy so that you can start manifesting your dream life right now. This is personal development tools, breathwork, meditation, also EFT tapping, some clearing with NLP (laughs) embodiment practices it's an amazing series and so just go to emilyperry.com or head to rockyourabundance.com and you'll see everything that you need to know to join us you'll experience energy work energetic activation embodied breath work visioning and channeling for your vision for your life embodied movement you'll get a guidebook and so much more. So go ahead, head over to rockyourabundance.com to get access to this exclusive three-part training, and I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the show, Jana. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Emily. It's really exciting
1: to see you again and to be with you here today. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. So as you guys heard in my intro, I've known Jana for years from the yoga world. And she, as I mentioned in the intro, is a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and so much more. And we're going to be talking about her new book today, for sure. We're going to get into that in a minute. But I do like to start with just talking about, you know, the journey that you've been on. And and everybody I have on the show, I always like to start with, you know, how did you get interested in this healing holistic yoga Ayurveda journey in the first place? Like what led you to this path to, you know, get you to this point of like writing this amazing, this amazing book, which we'll talk about in a moment. How did it all begin? How did it all begin? I know it's a loaded question. It's uh, Yeah.
1: And everybody has, you know, amazing, unique stories and how yoga found them in a way, you know, not they found yoga, but how yoga found them were, were Ayurveda and the healing paths. For me, I have always been an incredibly insatiably curious minded person and child. I've also been lucky to have a pretty diverse range of exposures to culture and different ideologies from a really young age. My mother was a prolific artist. And I spent a lot of my early, early years in art schools and, uh, you know, living basically outside growing up in Florida when I was young. I couldn't really keep me inside very much. So nature was always my teacher and my inspiration and I, it was nurtured for me. So I, yeah, I just got exposed to a lot of different ways of being, different cultures, grew up in art shows with art show kids running around on the weekends while mom and dad or mom or dad were working their booths selling art all over Florida. And we had a really good friends who were just an incredible Japanese painter. And she told stories and I've always just been really interested in different cultures and different ways of living that are more natural and aligned. So I started meditating when I was 11 based on a bunch of books that I had read. I was a voracious reader, still am. So I taught myself meditation when I was young. And, and then my mother was pretty sick. You know, by the time I was like 17, my mom was pretty ill. I had been through a number of different uh, healing crises of my own through my mm-hmm. teens. When I was about 12, we moved to Michigan from Florida, which is a total shocker for me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, you know, adolescent hormones coupled with, you know, completely different habitat and environment led to digestive issues and horrible allergies and just being sick all the time. And by the time I was about 15, I was just really tired of being sick all of the time. And so I just dove into studying nutrition and herbal medicine and trying to find different ways of healing myself. So that's really where that path began, nutrition and herbal medicine, and healed myself from a bunch of different things. My mother was diagnosed with a pretty rare form of cirrhosis of the liver when I was 17. And that was another major family healing crisis. And at that point, she started developing all kinds of different issues. She mm-hmm. you know, survived for many, many years. But I watched my mom go through a lot that I, knowing I have her genes, I didn't want to go through. So that really was the beginning for my, for me, for finding ways to help create more health and longevity and happiness and wholeness for myself as naturally as possible and to help those around me.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. How yoga or the healing path finds us and we all have. I feel like these healing journeys that we've been on and like, that's how we discover or yoga discovers us or we discover yoga in this kind of this place of like, okay, we need to, nothing else is working <laughs> or it's like the one thing that brings some sort of relief. So fast forward, yeah. you, you go, th- you know, you make it through your teens. When, when, when did you do your first training? Like your first yoga training, oh, were you my. pretty young or? I wouldn't say pretty young. I mean, my parents
1: were older, and I did. They were they were older than the hippie generation, so I was not, you know, lucky enough to have a mom who was doing yoga with me when I was a little kid. I really found yoga later in college. I was in Nepal for a study abroad, and, and ended up staying there much longer. And so, um, my medita- my meditation practice was really my base and my intro to yoga. Finally, when I graduated from college. You know, it was like putting the pieces back together after working full-time and getting two degrees and running a couple of different nonprofit organizations. I I needed to tend to myself. And in my meditation practices, I sat Soto Zen for years. My body was just screaming for attention and to be taken care of. And so a friend dragged me to my first yoga class, not really dragged, but, you know, accompanied me. Yeah. My yeah, first yeah. yoga class. And that was, I had the the very classic, like, After my first yoga class, I felt better than I had physically in years and years. I felt a sense of of calm and peace that I was just hooked from then on. So I was taking yoga classes at our local YMCA from a wonderful young teacher for about a year and a half. And during that year and a half, my teacher started asking me to sub for classes. And after about six or seven months of studying her classes, she really urged me to take my first training. So that was in 2002 in Seattle. I studied with the great Teresa Elliott, who's a complete gem. So I did my first teacher training then. And like so many of us, just a series of trainings ongoing (laughs) after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so powerful. And it's interesting too. It's like how I think, I mean, a lot of us find, I don't know, for me, I found meditation first as well. I started out in Zen as mm-hmm. well. And that was sort of, you know, where I started And you you know, you kind of meander, I don't know, for me, I kind of meandered off the path a little bit. And then it's sort of like, when you need those tools again, they resurface and it's like with a whole new l- l- lens. I mean, I felt like when I was younger, like those practices were, were great for getting me through the angst and like the, like trying to understand my mind and like And who I was and like really developing a sense of self, you know, and then as I got older, it was sort of like it was the tools had a whole new depth, you know, and so fast forward teaching, you got to, you know, you practice Ayurveda and you're really well known in the the outdoor space as well, leading outdoor trips and really supporting people in these amazing retreats. If you guys, I'll make sure, of course, we link all the places to find Jana in the show notes and underneath this video, but you have a new book, The Outdoor Adventurer's Guide to Yoga which is mm-hmm. so exciting. So I do want to talk about the book. I also want to talk about like the process of birthing a book because we have been talking about books, like writing books oh, and okay, awesome. forever. Right. Like, so I've known Jana, we worked together for years and she's done it. Like she it's out there. It's birthed. Like she has a copy. <laughs> you have a publisher. In my hand. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. And such a journey. So why don't you just toss a little bit, okay, what's the vision for the book? What's the book all about?
1: What's the book all about? <laughs> it, still, it still feels unreal, even though I actually have a copy in my hand. I have always, I said I was a voracious reader. I've always been, you know, a writer as well. And I always knew that writing was part of my path. And yeah. And then to have this book here is, is still pretty shocking to me. Anyway, so the (laughs) book, the book is about, uh, so it's a Falcon guide and Falcon is an amazing outdoor publishing uh, company and Mm -hmm. force in, in the U S and in the world. And this book is really passing the tools, the essential tools of the practices, all the practices of yoga, bridging it and bringing it into the outdoor athletics and adventure spaces and world. It's already there. Uh, In many respects, but we really wanted to create a guidebook for navigating the world through awakened, conscious, outdoor steward and yogic perspective. So it lays down the fact you know, what is yoga? What are the practices of yoga? And there's a really beautiful symmetry between the principles of yoga, so the eight limbs of yoga and the principles of leave no trace practices. Mm -hmm. So we weave those together and then there's, you know, we touch on basic alignment and anatomy and then go through introducing basic fundamental asanas, so postures. And then we really created a very specific individualized approach to the practices of yoga for not all major outdoor sports, but most of them. So we start with hiking because that gets you out to climbing and it gets you out to kayaking and it gets you out to, you know, to skiing or snowboarding. And mm-hmm. then we build from there. So we cover sports throughout the year for every season because most of the outdoor athletes that I know in the world are just, you know, they have seasonal sports. They're just out there all the time. We definitely include restorative recovery practices and yoga nidra as well, which I'm really, really happy about. So It's a, we wanted it to be, me and my editor wanted it to be extremely inclusive as possible and be both an introduction to yoga practices for outdoor athletes that are stiff and injured or recovering and want to have longevity and sustainability in their outdoor life, but also an introduction to all these different sports and the demands of these different sports for yogis want to take their practice off the mat and out of the studio and you know due to COVID so many people have been practicing yoga at home maybe for the first time in their lives and their mm-hmm. practicing yoga outside because park yoga and beach yoga has been able to happen during the pandemic and going out to parks and trails and state parks and things were were accessible to many people during the pandemic and I know it really helped a lot of people so
0: the gist of what it's about. that uh, sounds amazing, and I love how you weave together like the philosophy of yoga and the philosophy of leaving no trace, and and then also like yeah, that that focus on okay, these sports are you're going to be asked, your body's going to be asked to do this, and so um, how can we support people and like having what what they need for that performance, but also recovery. It's that's super cool. Yeah. So amazing book and of course we're going to have a link for you guys here um, so you can get your hands on a copy. <laughs> we'll make sure you can get your hands on a copy and it it, it goes live September 1st, 2021, right? Is your book drop date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. exciting. Yep. Launch yep. date. So we'll make sure you guys have a copy. Um so what was the impetus like just in terms of like okay, our conversation with like your vision and like what this book has become? How did this all start? Like this book project? Like what was the, was there a moment when you were like, this is it? Or like, how did it develop?
1: Grace. It was (laughs) pure, pure grace. A couple of, I've been, you know, I've, you know, I've been teaching in teacher trainings and specifically, teaching Ayurveda for yoga teacher trainings for a long time now and eating food cleanses and different things. So I've been writing manuals and writing recipes for years. But a couple, a few years ago, I just really decided to lean into writing. We've talked, you and I talked about books for a long time. And I was like, this is the year I'm going to really lean into it, whatever that looks like. And our very wonderful friend started an online yoga magazine and wellness magazine that she asked me to contribute to couple of weeks after I made this ask and promise to the universe that I would lean into writing and health education really and then I spent most of that summer outside leading trips and I did two back-to-back amazing trips up in the Sierra uh, Nevada range in the backcountry and On the last day of the last trip, uh, I was talking to a number of the participants as we were hiking out after just an amazing time meditating high alpine lakes and, with (laughs) you know, hawks and owls overhead and watching the, the stars at night. And we have been talking about, you know how helpful it could be to have a book on yoga for backpacking. And the next morning I got to my in-laws where we were visiting for a little bit and opened up my email finally. And there was a letter from an editor from Falcon Guides asking, saying that she had been referred to me and asking me if I might be interested in writing a book on yoga for backpacking. That's really how it went. It's hard to believe even as I say it, but that's really how it went. And I had my husband read it like, do you think this is for real? This has got to be a scam, but it was for real. And so (laughs) the conversation started. My wonderful editor, Catherine Odell from Falcon, and I got on the phone and just talked over her vision for the book. She'd been a longtime yoga practitioner and taken yoga teacher training and really wanted to bring this into the Falcon world of publishing. So we had a vision for the book. It started there. And after sending in a sample chapter and an outline, the board came back with an affirmative that they wanted me to write the book but they decided they wanted me to do a guide covering multiple sports making awesome. it a much bigger book and bigger project so that's really how it all began it just literally landed in my inbox
0: <laughs> very grateful. but it's something you've been like yeah I mean. You know, it's like we do all the things, right? We're like focusing your energy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're ready, you're ready to say yes to it. It's sort of like that idea of like, yeah, you do the work, and then when the opportunity shows up, you can say yes to the opportunity because you're ready for it as opposed to like being in a different place in your life or not even not even being the one that was in the conversation that someone mentioned you. You know, it would have been somebody else they mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Super powerful. Yeah. So so how long, how long did this book baby take to <laughs> <laughs> um, The to book
1: baby took, right, from, from kind of that beginning inception until having it, you know, drop September 1st. It's been two years. Yeah. Almost to the day, two years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah and only really like a
1: two month delay because of COVID restrictions and the publishing
0: world. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad right in terms of production and and everything and so you know you put this book together you you have this vision and what is your like what is your vision for like the impact that this book is going to create in terms of like getting it out into the world you know like what what's like what's the dream vision for like how I mean it's going to change people's lives obviously but do you have like a Yeah, (laughs) I hope so. I mean, I think my vision is that it
1: will inspire people, that it will inspire so many more people who are outdoor athletes to take the tools and the practices of yoga as gifts and offerings to help them take better care of themselves, um, Mm -hmm. see how our, our impact affects the world around us and the environment and being an outdoor athlete you know, or outdoor adventure, you, you know, that you see that immediately, but layering in the consciousness and mindfulness practices of yoga just adds even more depth. Like you were speaking to earlier about how your practices have changed for you over time, that you're able to dive into them and get more juice out of them. So my hope is really that it inspires outdoor adventurers to take better care of themselves (laughs) to add longevity and consciousness and mindfulness to how they're engaging with themselves, with others out in the world, out in the back country and in the wild, how they're engaging with the environment and just with spirit alive and awake everywhere around them and inside them. Also, I really wanna inspire yoga practitioners to get out of the studio and get off the mat and into the wild. I am a firm believer that, you know, that living yoga means we take it everywhere with us and we don't need a mat and we don't need props or specific props like cork blocks and fancy straps. You can use anything that you have with you, your backpack, your helmet, you know, (laughs) your, your puffy down jacket as a prop that you need, your shoes, all these things are props you can use nature. It is there to support us. So That's really my hope and desire to inspire yogis to get out into the world and live their yoga more and to take it into the wilds and give them greater confidence and also to offer the gifts of yoga to all those who are already living an outdoor life and and help them to be able to navigate the ups and downs and challenges of outdoor living and adventure Mm -hmm. sports so that they can do them forever. I mean, I've met incredible people on the trail in the backcountry in their 80s. And I, that's what I'm going for. And I know that it's possible for many, many people and really making it as accessible as possible.
0: Yeah, that's so powerful too. It's yeah, getting people, I mean, now more than ever, I think people, this is such a ripe time for this book too, because it's like everyone's getting out into the world more in a different way, right? There's a lot, people are, well, here in California, anyway, like people have been in the outdoor spaces much, much more since the pandemic began, right? So there's this increase in usage, which is great. People are getting out out of their houses and like into the into nature, practicing yoga at the beach or on the mountain in the mountains or on the trail or before the trail or you know all over the yeah. place. And I think it's just yeah, a powerful time to get people like tools like this. To deepen their experience and also connect them. I mean, what I love about the approach of this book too is like, yeah, like looking at this as like we're stewards of this land as well, right? We're you know leaving no trace, and as people get more and more out into nature, it's like reducing our impact on on the places that we visit and like really starting to look at natural places as places that we're here to, yeah, steward and you know preserve for seven generations. You know, and so I love that you guys wove that into to the approach, it's really, really powerful.
1: Yeah, really, really, for me, really, really necessary. I have a background in environmental um, policy and justice, Um, and this, you know, years ago when my friends asked me to join their organization and the leading backcountry trips, it kind of just brought things full circle for me to bring all of these different parts of my life together, Ayurveda, yoga, meditation, and outdoor, you know, responsibility and stewardship. And I think too, it's a really important time for this to come out and for these ideas and concepts to come out after all the conversations that have been up front and out in, you know, in the forefront of so many people's minds and hearts over the course of the pandemic. You know, people have, are coming out and emerging into life, from having a very rare for so many people time of going inside and facing a lot of really, really difficult stuff, facing themselves, facing economic hardship, facing the, you know, the tragedies happening all around the world. And Mm -hmm. these, all of these tools, spending time in nature, consciously using the tools of yoga help us to make sense of things, come to terms with things and navigate the world from a, different and also supported and interconnected place. So I think it's a really important time to make use of that as people are emerging back into the world now. Like, what does that actually look like and how do we do it? And I know for myself, yoga and meditation and living an Ayurvedic life are huge, but being outside in nature and, you know, unplugged and in the wild is just as powerful healing force for me in my life.
0: Amazing. yeah and just being connected to the seasons and like I mean what I love about a backpack trip or like going you know going hiking or or anything is like or being out at night when you can see stars yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. it's like you're tied into the cycles of life and you're you're you reconnect to like the natural rhythms of like the way the stars you know change over the year, the way the moon cycle changes and shifts like yeah. you know when you're on a backpack trip and There's a full moon, it's different versus when it's a new moon, you know, and just having that kind of that knowing. It's like it's having that knowing again of like the rhythms of the world and the rhythms of this planet and the rhythms of nature, they reconnect you to your own rhythms. And there's like almost like a sense of like leaning into ourselves that we get, I feel like when we're connected to the natural world, and like and people can do this in an outdoor space, like at a park, like even if you're in an urban setting you can still find ways to be outside and use these tools that you're, you're sharing with everyone. So, so thank you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. And, you know, I think there are a lot of people, you know, you can access these things almost anywhere that you are, you know, in mm-hmm. urban settings with light pollution. No, you're not going to see, you're not going to see the fullness of the Milky way. You know, you're not going to have be, quite as awestruck by the nights, a clear night sky in the same way because of light pollution and, you know, diversifying Mm -hmm. and, and creating more accessibility into wild and natural places has always been really, really important to me. And people need to, I hope that these tools, the mindfulness tools, the breath work, the yoga nidra, that all of these tools can help people to create that safe, comfortable space Within the, our bodies, which we're also stewards of, mm-hmm. and give them the confidence to go into wild places that you know they've never been to. If you've lived in an urban area your entire life and you've never been to the ocean and you've never been out into the middle of a forest, an old growth forest, or out and in, into the mountains, it's a completely foreign place and experience. But I, I really hope that these tools in this book, Can inspire people to take those steps and to gain those, not just the skills, but the confidence in themselves that the yoga practices and meditation and physical exercise and activity in the natural world can build.
0: Yeah. So cool. Yeah, So powerful. Okay. So how can people get in touch with you, get a copy of your book? Of course, we're gonna have links in the show notes, but what's the best way for people to, to follow you and and stay connected? Well, I'd, Pretty easy
1: to find. JanaKilgore.com is my website. Jana Kilgore on Instagram and Facebook. I'm not on all the socials yeah. because I just don't have the capacity or honestly the interest to be on all the socials. But those are the yeah. main places you can find me at Jana Kilgore. And you can find the book really on all the major online book sellers. Roman and Littlefield is the publishing company. You can buy direct from them or Barnes & Noble, Amazon all of those different places and it will be in many stores, most REIs, Targets,
0: (laughs) yeah.
1: exciting. uh, Which is pretty exciting. So you can you can find it in most places. And I know it's also it's also in production and publishing in the UK, in Europe and in Japan and Australia and Canada as well.
0: Wow. Okay. So exciting. So we're going to make sure that we link yeah, to some ways for you to grab your copy below this video or in the show notes for this episode. So thank you again for being on the Rock Your Purpose podcast. So exciting to have you here. And I can't wait to see how this, this book gets out into the world and congratulations. Thank you so much,
1: Emily. I said always a huge honor and a joy to be with you. And I really appreciate you taking the time and the interest to, you know, showcase this book and, and what it's all about. And hopefully it will yeah, make a big splash or impact.
0: Yay. Well, thanks and again. And
1: yeah, yeah, thank yeah totally.
0: <laughs> thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for being a part of the fam. Don't worry, we have links for you in the show notes. You can find a link to Jana's new book, The Outdoor Adventurer's Guide to Yoga. You'll find links to her Instagram and so much more, of course, her website where you can find all the things. And of course, in the show notes as well, we'll have links to Rock Your Abundance, which is my Manifestation Masterclass three-part series. I can't wait to see you on the inside. And if you liked this episode, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram, tell us what your biggest takeaway was. I would love to hear. And until next time, take care, be well, keep rocking your purpose, and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao for now.